0: Song of the soul, and we'll sing
1: this song. We're going to dive in quickly to today's Song of the Soul because we have to hustle in order to fit in all of the five folks we're going to be talking to. The focus is on something called Manifestive, the holiday album, and we're going to talk to five out of the 14 people who are included in this recording. As the title says, it's a holiday album that is focusing on the Christmas season like thousands of others. There are a few key differences from the holiday horde of recordings, however. And one is that so many musicians connected with the Chippewa Valley Wisconsin volunteered their part in this album. A second and wonderful reason is that it is conceived and intended as a fundraiser device for the community table. More on that in a moment when we get Anastasia Vyshnevsky on the horn to talk about the genesis of this album and to share a first song from the album. Anastasia, it's a pleasure to have you back so soon for Song of the Soul. It's great to speak with you again. And I'm catching you at the end of a grueling project. When did the idea for the Manifestive Project emerge?
2: The idea arose just a few weeks ago. My friend Dwayne Kepschel knew I was working on a number of holiday songs for gigs and for open mics, and he jokingly suggested that we record an album because of my music group name, my project name, Manifest. He said we should call it Manifestive, and once it had a name, then it became a thing in my mind, and I was like, yes, we should do this, and we started doing it, and then we thought... What if we brought other people in and he asked friends and I asked friends and everybody said yes. And he's the one who came up with the idea of using the project to raise awareness and donations for the community table. So it's really, it was all his idea, and he did all the production, recording, editing, the videos. He's just been the mastermind behind all of it, and he has worked absolutely grueling hours because we did the whole thing start to finish in about a week and a half from recording through editing through release. I can't believe we did it.
1: Plus, you pulled in all of these other people, Sue Orfield and Brian Bethke, Peter Fitman How did you grab all these folks in this short of time?
2: You know, when Dano and I would contact them, they were immediately willing to participate and made time in their schedules. And some of us recorded at our own studios. I recorded my vocals at my studio, and Brian Bethke did his and sent his in. Jimmy Herman down in Nashville, he's from the area, but now he plays with Carrie Underwood. He recorded his fiddle track for Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas down in Nashville and sent that in. And John LeBron also recorded at his studio and sent us all the drum tracks based on my original scratch click tracks. But everybody else cleared time in their schedules and showed up over at DMI Sound, Dano's studio. And, you know, during this busy holiday season, for them to take the time and make the effort to come over there and give of their time and talent, we are just so very, very grateful.
1: And you've made this as a benefit for the Community Table. There's people listening who are not from the Eau Claire area, all around the country, and I'm sure they have their equivalent of the Community Table. You want to explain to folks what that is and why you wanted to benefit them?
2: The Community Table's mission is hunger abatement in the Chippewa Valley, and they serve several hundred people free meals every day in a warm space. Billy Angel and the Stage Fright crew raised over $2,500 for the community table this year with their event during Thanksgiving, and we wanted to supplement that. Billy Angel was a part of the Manifestive project. The community table's donations have been significantly reduced this year compared to last year, and so we musicians just want to do all that we can to raise awareness of their need.
1: One thing that I find interesting about the community table is it is not means tested. You don't have to be poor to go in there. You don't have to be homeless. Anybody who walks through the door, and so it can really feed the community soul and spirit. I actually would like to encourage people to take part in a meal at that kind of place. And again, California or Massachusetts or Arkansas or New Mexico, any place you're listening to this, I'm sure you have some such equivalent. A lot of us actually get cut off from people who are homeless. And so eating at one of these places not only gives you a nice meal, but it allows you to connect across the spectrum, and we're getting too cut off, lower class, middle class, upper class. There's walls that are being built between us, and this kind of experience can help bridge and know one another in the essence of what's going on in our community.
2: I couldn't agree more with you, Mark, on that importance of making contact. When I was a young child, my parents would take us to inner city Milwaukee. We would serve meals to the disenfranchised And we would share meals with them. We met people from all kinds of backgrounds, and I think that has served us well in our lives in terms of acknowledging and accepting the importance of other human beings, no matter what their situation may be. I believe that human connection and contact is one of the most important features that the community table provides in addition to the food itself.
1: The way that your music that you've put together with all these wonderful folks from Chippewa Valley and beyond, you've put this together. You've got a recording. Tell people how to avail themselves of the music and to make a donation then that will go to Community Table.
2: People can make a donation to the Community Table directly at their website, and that is what we're asking them to do. The URL for that is thecommunitytable.org. They will find a link there to donate The songs for Manifestive, the holiday album, can be downloaded from manifestsongs.com. That will direct to a Bandcamp page, and anyone wishing to download the music can just click on the Buy button and a new window will pop up. In that window, it will ask you for the price that you want to offer, and we are asking people to put $0 in that space. And once they do that, they will be able to download the album for free. But all donations should go directly to the community table via their website.
1: And again, the URL, org, and the music at manifestsongs.com, and the links are both on nortonspiritradio.org. Wherever you're listening to this, you undoubtedly have an organization like this, and I can't provide you links for those places in every neighborhood that's listening, but I do want you to encourage to follow up with them as well. And maybe you want to help out us here in the Chippewa Valley of Wisconsin as well. About the music, Anastasia, I think that you and Dano worked on it, got it roughed out, got it ready to go out to people. And so you recorded your tracks first, right?
2: Yes, I did scratch tracks of all the songs. I arranged the songs and then I recorded my arrangements, just my my voice and my guitar. Then I sent those tracks out to everybody and they worked from those.
1: So the song that you're going to feature here today is Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Can you tell me a little bit about your connection with the song and what it means to you? So this
2: song was recorded from the standpoint of two people who believe they are meant to be together but can't at the present time. When Dano asked Jimmy to do the beautiful fiddle solo for this, he asked him to play it from that standpoint. Jimmy sent back just a heartbreaking solo. It was lovely. That led to me singing the song with the pain you hear in my voice. It's meant to evoke an image of... A few people sitting around in a cabin out in the woods by a fireplace, making music one cold winter's evening, and a woman who longs to be with the one she loves.
1: One of the unfortunate things is that we can't have Dano on this program. Could you say a little bit more about his participation?
2: Dwayne Dano Kebschel runs DMI Sound, and he does audio engineering for many, many events in the Chippewa Valley Dano also works as a DJ in the Chippewa Valley, and due to corporate licensing restrictions, his voice is not allowed to be shared on other programs, and we regret that because it's a beautiful voice.
1: Are you particularly into Christmas music? Is this something that Anastasia Vishnevsky carries day to day? You run around humming these songs?
2: I actually have never been fond of Christmas songs. They didn't evoke the best memories in the past, but for some reason this year, my heart has been open to them. Apparently, we're talking about doing another one next year, although Dano and I have agreed to start in late October and not two (laughs) weeks before Christmas. Um, But there's one that isn't on this album that that I'm very fond of. It's called The Friendly Beasts, and it's about the animals near the manger. I think my wanting to do holiday songs this year was a result of my writing a rather wry take on Jingle Bells last year called Single Hell. It was about being a single woman and praying for a date on New Year's Eve. And it's a comedic song, and it is one of my most requested songs this season. And I thought I (laughs) should probably add some more serious holiday songs in. And I, I guess that's what Dano heard, and we just ran with that.
1: Well, it's time to get to the music right away. Thank you so much for putting together this recording, for doing this work in support of The Community Table. Again, folks, the link is thecommunitytable.org. And our guest and our mastermind are two of them together, actually. Anastasia Visnevsky and Dano put it together. Thank you so much, Anastasia. Thank you, Mark. Here it he is. Have yourself a merry you. little Christmas.
3: Make the yuletide gay From now on our troubles will be miles away Here we are as in olden days Happy golden days Once more through the years we all will be together if the fates allow hang a shining star. Christmas
1: You all know that song, but if you just tuned in, you may not already know that the golden voice there was Anastasia Vishnevsky, and it's one of the seven tracks included in the Manifestive Holiday Album by her and lots of other wonderful artists as a fundraiser for The Community Table. We've got links to thecommunitytable.org and to manifestsongs.com on northernspiritradio.org. Donate at the first site and download from the other On to another contributor of the Manifestive Project, Brian Bethke. Brian, it's good to talk to you again for Song of the Soul. Yeah, thanks for having me. So how did you get to be part of this project with Stasia and folks?
4: Well, I talked to Stasia at an open mic. She told me about this project and asked if I'd be interested. So I said yes, of course, because it's, you know, for a good cause. Wasn't long later that her and Dano had got a bunch of musicians together and tracks were coming my way.
1: Are you much into Christmas music? Is this kind of thing? I mean, when I interviewed you back in 2009, you talked a little bit about how you had been involved religiously and moved on to other things. And I'm just wondering if Christmas music is a Brian Bethke type of thing.
4: Well, to tell you the truth, no. I'm not one for holidays. I mean, I, I like the nostalgia and being with family, but uh, this is kind of a time of year for me where I suffer with seasonal depression. So um, a project like this it does kind of help get focused on other things. You know, just remind yourself of people have it worse and that doing something to be productive is always a good during that time.
1: And the song that you sing lead in here is Feliz Navidad. For you, would it work better, Depressed Navidad or something? (laughs) Yeah, some days. (laughs) You know, well, for me, for me, I kind of look at it like it goes, I want to wish you a Merry
4: Christmas. And, you know, almost kind of like that hopeful, you know, I wish I had that real hard Christmas spirit, which from time to time, it washes over me. So I just took a different
1: interpretation of it. And how's your Spanish? Are you uh, très bien? I speak French, right? So très bien in Spanish.
4: <laughs> my my Spanish is terrible. Like. That was my biggest worry. It was like, am I pronouncing things right? Which I'm still not sure of. I tried to listen to the you know, original version and everything. I'm like, well, I guess I'll go for it because this is the one they want me to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Were there other songs that maybe you wanted to compete for more, like Good King once Lost or God Rest You Merry Gentleman? Or Do You Hear What I Hear? I mean, there are other ones you could have fought. Or Santa Baby, it could have been your passion. Is there one you wanted to grab and they said, no, Feliz Navidad, Senor?
4: No, I mean, they kind of said, you know, go with whatever your heart feels like. And Anastasia did say, hey, you know, could you do this one for us? And my heart was kind of set on God rest married gentleman, But, uh, you know, when she said, hey, why don't you try this one? I was all for it because I'm, you know, I'm always for trying something new and taking suggestions.
1: You said you don't celebrate the holidays very much. I assume you're referring to these winter holidays, but maybe other ones as well. Is there a particular idea behind that, or is it just that these particular holidays are not an upbeat time for you?
4: You know, I think it is more that it's just not an upbeat time for me. We do, I mean, like my family does, we have a Christmas tree. My wife decorates, my kids do all that. We go to the family, but I'm just usually more distant in it. And I do think it's because it's that time of year and... I don't have fond memories of Christmas, so you know that might be part of it. And it's this year, it's my 23rd anniversary for my suicide attempt, which was a week before Christmas. And so every year, I'm kind of battling that demon, I guess, is the easiest way to put it. And so it's hard to get focused on the Christmas when you're just trying to trudge through
1: and get through another year. I can imagine that, yeah. I don't suffer from sad myself, but... I do understand, I'm, and you know, actually, I told you many years ago, I'm a Quaker, mm-hmm. and Quakers originally, back in the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, would not celebrate religious holidays like that, because every day is Christmas in the heart, or, yep. you know, it's that kind of, instead, if you set aside a one day for it, then why aren't we doing that the rest of the days, kind of thing? So I thought that might be part of your motivation.
4: Yeah, oh, and, you know, actually, as you put it that way, that kind of is mine, that we should We should have this happiness and kindness, you know, year-round instead of just, you know, I love it when people get in the Christmas spirit and they get giving and they're happy and, you know, everyone's wishing happy holidays or Merry Christmas. I mean, I think that's beautiful. But then it comes, we get our presents, we eat too much, and then,
1: you know, it seems like, okay, and then we're worried about the bills. And And the big question is, why don't we continue? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, yeah, this coming Sunday, the Quaker meeting, will be singing some songs, but usually we have the silence, you know. But we'll be lighting light because all the people need light, you know, that we need to let our lights shine. And at this time of year, the star shines ever more brightly because there's not enough sun around. Yep. <laughs> well, we're going to listen here to Brian Bethke as he shares a song that's part of the Manifest Project uh, called Manifestive Feliz Navidad is the song, and Brian, thank you so much for joining me again here for Song of the Soul. Thanks again for having me. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Feliz Navidad. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad.
5: Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad Pro Sparrow Anya felicidad. Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Feliz Navidad Pro Sparrow Anya Feliz Navidad I want to win a Merry
0: Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas.
5: I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Please Navidad, Please Navidad, Please never Prospero Anya, on your, you please see Please Navidad, Please Navidad, die Please never die, prosper on your, you
1: Brian Bethke's contribution to the Manifestive Project, Feliz Navidad, a fundraiser for the community table. Links are on northernspiritradio.org, which is what this Song of the Soul episode is all about, musicians sharing from their souls to care for the hearts and bellies of folks in the Chippewa Valley and beyond. On the northernspiritradio.org site, you have links so you can grab the music and so you can donate to feed the community. There's a place for comments, links to the thousands of folks we've talked to since 2005, and much, much more. We also encourage you to feed the ears of your neighbors by supporting your local community radio station, the good folks that bring you alternative music and news. Give them a hand and give them a few bucks, and you'll help make the world a better place. On to another song from the Manifestive Project, including my next guest, awesome saxophonist and general source of radiant light, Sue Orfield. Sue, it's delightful to talk to you again today for Song of the Soul.
6: Nice to talk to you too, Mark. Thank you.
1: So Manifestive, I think of you as a pretty festive person. I don't know if it's a saxophone or just what, but are you a holiday type person?
6: Oh, most definitely. I'm a holiday-type person, yes. I love all Christmas music, and I love to play Christmas music, which a lot of musicians are not all about that. Maybe it's from overexposure. (laughs) But for me, it's really fun. Yeah, I love it.
1: Is there a particular kind of music? I was just talking to someone, and I realized that in public schools, they don't generally have the Christian-specific Christmas stuff, right? You You can do Santa stuff, but Baby Lord Jesus is probably not appropriate in the public sphere do you have particular stuff that you like i mean maybe you grew up with all kinds of hymns i don't know maybe you went caroling door to door
6: (laughs) i did when i was a kid i think go caroling a couple of times i did not grow up with anything specific we listened to christmas music in our house that came on the radio so some of it was secular some of it was religious and different genres and different styles instrumental stuff from all over the place yeah so it's fun
1: the song that you're sharing with Manifestive is Santa Baby. You're putting on your wonderful sax, hot licks. I mean, I'm just kind of wondering if a way in a Manger would be as amenable to the saxophone.
6: Uh, yes, definitely. I think so, anyway. Of course, Santa Baby screams out for that raunchy saxophone. There's like It was definitely fun to go in there and, and record with those guys in Dano's studio. But I love to play lyrical, beautiful melodies as well. And uh, it's just you approach it differently, of course, you don't approach it the same way. So to me, it all works on saxophone.
1: So you've been doing a lot of playing. I mean, I don't know a time when you're not playing. I mean, Sue Orfield is part of every group. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> There's a stage where you don't show up. Have you been able to play some Christmas music? Have you been doing that specifically or is it just the general fair?
6: Oh, no, I have had a bunch of Christmas shows and I have several more coming up which is really cool. The Sewerfield Band played a Christmas collaboration with Emily Mentz from Menominee, who's a really wonderful singer and musician. She's the worship leader at Cedarbrook Church in Menominee, and so we did a Christmas concert there last Sunday or two Sundays ago. Yeah, that was awesome. It was really lovely. We did a bunch of really neat arrangements with my band, and it was really diverse, which was cool. And then, of course, I, I played yesterday for uh, Christmas Vespers, and that was really fun at the Episcopal Church here in town. And of course I'm playing with Yada on Wednesday for the solstice as well. So that's a Christmas concert of sorts. We'll be playing Christmas music too.
1: Yeah, unfortunately this won't go on the air until after you and Yada and Randy Sins are playing at Unity.
6: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, I have been playing a fair amount of Christmas concerts, and I'm loving every minute of it.
1: Do you have particular Christmas songs that are your favorites, the ones that have the deep place in your heart that transport you?
6: Yes. <laughs> Although I like most of them, I, I would have to say I like all of them. My most recent love of a Christmas song is, a I think, an old English carol called the Wexford Carol. It's just a beautiful, haunting melody,
1: and the story is gorgeous. And
6: yeah, so I would have to say right now that's my favorite. You know, we musicians are fickle. (laughs) Right now it's my favorite.
1: And when you go out with groups like you were just recently out with the Butanes, do they throw in Christmas songs or is this that's a different domain?
6: You know, I think that I've done a show or two with them in previous years, That it was just the Butanes, and I think Kurt Obita did put in a couple of Christmas songs. But this year, this last show we did was a soul review, the Butane soul review, which is a kind of a whole big show with horns and background singers and Maurice Jaycox fronting the band. So we didn't do any Christmas music this time.
1: Well so how do you connect with Anastasia Visnevsky, who's the force behind the Manifest Project and Manifestive that your recordings on and folks should remember by the way, Sue Orfield and all of the other artists who've participated in this manifestive project it's all being donated. The, the proceeds are going to the community table, which feeds people in the community. Whoever shows up can have a meal together. So it's a really valuable resource that a lot of people depend on who don't have other alternatives. It's also a nice social outing. I mean, you get to connect with the community. So how did Stasia get you into this project?
6: Oh, well, she just, in the most humble way, approached me in a message and asked me if I had time to come and do this. And when she told me that it was to benefit the community table, I jumped all over it. You know, as I said, I love Christmas music anyway, and this was an opportunity to do something that I absolutely believe in to help in a way that makes sense to me. So there was no question I was going to say yes to it. And it was really fun. Anastasia and I go back a lot of years now. And she's a wonderful musician and songwriter, which I always appreciate. People who write their own songs, great singer. So it's been fun working with her.
1: I was checking out. I really don't know much. I mean, I'm sure I've heard maybe once or twice in the past Santa Baby. But, you know, Eartha Kitt, Gwen Stefani, Madonna, Taylor Swift, all these people have done it. And I went listening through them on YouTube, and I didn't hear a single saxophone in there. Are you the start of a new generation of Santa (laughs) Baby or something?
6: Those performers just forgot to ask me, that's all. (laughs) I have no idea. I've, I've certainly played on it before and I've long been a fan of the song. It's just cute. You know, it's cute and fun and lighthearted and you know, I've
1: always liked it. So is there anything in terms of adapting, you know, I know very little really about music in spite of the fact I've been doing Song of the Soul now for 12 and a half years, to doing an arrangement with a saxophone. You do some beautiful stuff coming in as kind of rumbling up from behind, all this stuff. Is that a complex thing to do with a song that hasn't had sax in it before?
6: No, not at all. You know, I'm an improviser. So I just had an idea and Dan pushed the green light or the red light or whatever it is. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I went for it. So I didn't know it's not complicated. Not at all. This is something I do all the time.
1: Well, wait, let's we should probably qualify that. It's not complicated for you, but for mere mortals.
6: <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think what you're asking is, did I change the arrangement? And and in fact, the arrangement was already in place when Anastasia asked me to come in and play. She had already recorded her vocals. So I was simply adding another layer onto something that was already existing. So in terms of arranging, at least how I think of arranging, that part was already done before I got in there.
1: And how do you celebrate this time? I mean, there's solstice, of course, going on and there's Christmas and there's New Year's. One thing I know about you from my previous interview with you is that Perhaps the uh, usual drug fueled celebration doesn't happen in your person.
6: <laughs> You're exactly right about that. But for me, you know, my family has always made it a point to make family really important at the holidays, and so it is to me. So I make sure to see all the fingers of all of the families that we're associated with, and we Oh my! On the the Orfield side, we have a gift exchange, and on the Sin side, we have a (laughs) gift exchange, and it's all really fun. And I absolutely adore it. I look forward to it. I also use this time of year, whether it's intentional or not, as a really reflective time of year. Almost every year, to think about how things have. I look back at, at what I've been doing and and reflect on it and think about what it is that I want to change or what it is I'm grateful for. So it's a, it's a great time of year for me. It really is. I, I love it. So I, I'm happy that it, that we're right in it right now.
1: <laughs> well, I think we're going to jump right here into Santa baby. Let's bring up that sack, start coming in to Stacia's vocals. Folks, we've been speaking with Sue Orfield who contributed her time in creative genius to manifestive uh, benefit for the community table Which I thank you for It makes this time more festive That we're really remembering the entire community In this music And what better way to do Santa Baby Than with Sue Orfield Thanks so much Thank you, Mark Santa Baby, Manifestive
3: Santa Baby Slippers able under the tree For me Found an awful good girl, Santa baby. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, sixty-five shall be fast back in black. I'll wait up for you, dear. Santa baby, hurry down the chimney tonight. the fellas that I haven't kissed Next year could be just as good If you make a visit to my neighborhood Santa baby I want a yacht and really that's not a lot Burn an angel all year Santa baby Hurry down the chimney tonight Santa, honey, there's one little thing that I need The deed to a platinum mine Santa, baby, hurry down the chimney tonight Cutie. Fill my stocking with a duplex and checks Sign your ex on the line Send to cutie Hurry down the chimney tonight Come and trim my Christmas tree With some decorations bought at Tiffany's Really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me too, my little Santa baby. Forgot to mention one little thing: a ring. And I don't mean on the phone, Santa baby. Hurry down the chimney tonight. The chimney tonight. Mm-hmm. Hurry down my chimney tonight. Mm-hmm. Hurry down my chimney
7: tonight.
1: Don't you just love Anastasia Vysnevsky's mellow pipes combined with Sue Orfield's wonderful sacks for Santa Baby? in the service of fundraising for the Community Table. Links to all of these on northernspiritradio.org. Please donate to those that feed the community's stomachs, hearts, and souls. Next up for the Manifestive Project is Kai Ulrika, who accompanied Stasia on vocals for one of the songs on the album. Kai, I'm excited to have you here today for Song of the Soul.
8: Well, thank you for doing this.
1: And thank you for being part of the energy, for making this fundraiser happen, this Manifestive. Are you a festive person this time of year?
8: Oh, yeah. No, I I love this time of year. I love the coming of the snow and the cuddling up in the beginning of winter. And, yeah, it's a beautiful time of year and good time for family.
1: I haven't actually met you in person, so there's a lot about you I don't know. Are you a city dweller or a country dweller?
8: Oh, no. We have a a little farm with some land just outside of Rice Lake,
1: Wisconsin. Part of the reason I was asking is because you're part of this recording, Good King Wenceslas. Someone comes in sight gathering winter fuel. Do you do that? Are you wood burning (laughs)
8: Actually, we, we do have a, a little old cook stove in our kitchen area that we do use to heat the house sometimes, and I've actually baked cookies in there and cooked food, so yeah, it's it's nice. I love that dry wood heat, yeah.
1: I'd love to see that in action, that actually the only cooking on wood stove that I really remember was my grandmother ages, ages ago. So, so long ago, I mean, I suppose 60 years or something close to that. So I haven't had much opportunity, even though we do have a wood stove here and we occasionally set something on it, you know, like a a soup or something to just cook.
8: Mm -hmm. I want to make left on it this year, so... (laughs) I'm excited to try that. i got the tools now.
1: Well, speaking of Lefsa, you know, of course, a good Scandinavian person would know about Lefsa, Ulrika, I don't identify as Scandinavian, but maybe it is. I don't know the language very well. Where does it come from?
8: It's uh, actually uh, Swedish-based. There was an old, oh, I can't remember the century, but um, Eleanor Ulrika was like a very feminist for her time queen. So I've done a lot of reading in time, and, and Ulrika actually is Power of the Wolf, and my husband's band that we have is called Wolves at the Door. So that just seems fitting that the name I chose would be Ulrika to sort of embrace um, feminism and femininity and have the Power of the Wolf in our
1: name. So that's why when you're performing with Stacia, together you're Raven Wolf. You're also part of Wolf Song and Wolves at the Door. It sounds like it's a dangerous neighborhood to live in.
8: (laughs) Uh, Well, we have had the wolf on occasion out here, but mostly it's just uh, us, two wolves here and uh, our German shepherd.
1: Did you actually choose? I I assume Nick is your husband you're referring to? Yes. So Nick Wolf and Kai Ulrika, was it the wolf thing that drew you together? I mean, is there there some particularly wolf energy about your house? And I'm still thinking about the song we're going to get to shortly, Good King Wenceslas." There's no wolf mentioned in that song, but he is wandering out in the snow where wolves are known to find meat.
8: Oh, yep, they can, and hopefully it wouldn't be him, but, you know.
1: (laughs) So, (laughs) yes, um,
8: we started doing music together, and that's how we met a long, long time ago, and we just both liked Wolves, so we just searched for names for our music that had Wolves in the name.
1: I was just talking with Sue Orfield, and she's really into Christmas music. Is it a big draw for you?
8: Oh, yes, I, I do love Christmas music. I directed choir in church since I was 13 for it's almost 20 years. So it's uh, I love the harmony, and just working with that sort of joyous music, I am drawn to
1: it. So it's not all the secular ones, you know, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. It's not, not that you've got all the church versions as well. Is there any particular favorite?
8: Oh, I really love Oh Holy Night. I think it's probably my favorite religious Christmas song.
1: You know, on this recording that we're going to be listening to shortly, Good King, Wenceslas, there's a few different voices. There's yours, there's Stasia, there's Duane. I've noticed that you're taking the upper register. Can you actually hit all the notes for Oh Holy Night? I mean, that's ways up there for me. I, I, of course, I've got the Y chromosome, which kind of holds me down.
8: Yeah, i sort of got a split personality when it comes to the singing, <laughs> but uh, I can. It's It's it takes work and practice but i i do love that that's i have a sort of a lower voice when i sing the sort of the folk kind of music that we do but i do love going a, a little higher sort of church sounding vocals once in a while it's 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 pretty and it's fun and i don't do it as well as most because it is a reach up there <laughs> but uh, it's still fun to try and a good challenge and i do love singing there too
1: Well, I am hoping to have you back for Song of the Soul, and we can get to know the full range of your music pretty soon, Kai. But right now, folks, I want to listen to Kyle, Ricka, and some other folks, Anastasia Vishnevsky and Dwayne Kepsel, all participating in Good King Wenceslas for the Manifestive Fundraiser for the Community Table. Thanks so much, Kai, for joining me.
8: Well, thank you for doing this interview for the Community Table Project, and thanks for having me.
1: Here it is, Good King Wenceslas.
3: Good King
8: Wenceslas looked out
1: on
3: the Feast of Stephen When the snow lay round about, deep and crisp and even Brightly shone the moon that night, though the frost was cruel When a poor man came in sight, gathering winter fuel
9: Hit a page and stand by me if thou know'st it telling. Yonder peasant, who is he? Where and what his dwelling? So
0: he lives a goodly hands underneath the mountain, right against the forest fence by St. Agnes Fountain.
9: Bring me flesh and bring me wine, bring me pine logs hither. Thou and I shall see him dine. When we bear them thither.
3: Page and monarch, forth they went, Forth they went together, Through the rude winds, wild lament, And the bitter weather. Sire, the night is darker now, And the wind blows stronger, there's
0: my heart, I know not how, I can go no
9: longer. But my footsteps, good my page, Tread thou in them boldly. Thou shalt find the winter's rage. Freeze thy blood less coldly.
3: In his master's steps he trod, Where the snow lay dinted. Heat was in the very sod, Which the saint had printed. Therefore, Christian men be sure, Wealth or rank possessing. He who now will bless the poor, Shall yourselves find blessing.
1: Kai Ulrica joined Anastasia Visnevsky for vocals there, not to mention the parts that Dwayne Kepsel, Billy Angel, Dan Zare, and John Lebrun had in this and other songs. See the whole lineup at manifestsongs.com and support the cause at thecommunitytable.org. I want to get in one more song, one that includes local legend and peaceful dynamo, Peter Fippen. so we'll go straight to the phone to talk to him. Peter, it's been so long since I've had you on Song of the Soul. It's great to have you back. Thank you. It's great to be back. (laughs) You haven't had any shortage of music you've been doing. I mean, I think you're up to 14, 15 or so of your own albums. And it seems to me that I've seen an increasing number of collaborations by you with other folks. What's that about?
9: Luck, I guess. I'm not sure. Last year, I played on Byron Metcalf's Inner Rhythm Meditations, which came out on Sounds True. I found out today that that record made the top 25 ambient chill-out records of 2017, according to Journeyscapes Radio.
1: Well, that's pretty impressive. Let's get into the top. Talk about some of your other collaborations. There's some really interesting ones out there.
9: Yeah, I did an album with a Finnish cantile player, Aria Kastinen, Lavender Calm. That was wonderful. Done some collaborations with Ivar Lundi who lives here in Eau Claire, and Tete raid my mentor. Well, I guess Ivar is a mentor too now. And longtime friend Enrique Rueda. they called Summerland. That was an interesting album. The one with Adia Kastanen is just a beautiful piece. We did it over the internet. She was in Finland, and she would record her improvisations and send them over here to Ivar and I. Ivar would do all the recording work, and I would improvise over her improvisations. She gave us free hands to do what we wanted with them. So it made the album. That was a really fun album to make.
1: I connected you up with Robbie Crawford at one point.
9: Robbie and I are actually playing in Eau Claire on January 20th at the Unity Christ Center, in January 2018. Robbie and I have been playing a lot since then. Robbie played on an album with Enrique Rueda and I, Sacred Spaces. We also did a live album at a house concert, Naga, Divine in Nature. Then we went into Evar studio, and we did a live in the studio album called Suspended Within. I like to keep busy.
1: Does it keep you off the streets? Does it keep you clean yeah. clean?
9: It fuels my creative spirit, I guess one might say. You know, and of course, I'm still playing in, in rock bands, in casinos and bars on weekends. No shame in making money.
1: <laughs> Not too much shame, at least. Uh, depends how much you make. If you make obscene amounts, then I guess it's obscene. I don't think I'll ever make
9: obscene amounts. I'm a musician, but I'm I'm really happy with this Byron Metcalf's inner rhythm meditations that came right out of it, Lou.
1: Well, this recording that we have you on to talk about today is Christmas music. Which that hasn't. I was looking through all of your albums, and I have a raft of them. I don't think I found one other Christmas song. I found a solstice song, but I hadn't found any Christmas song. Why is that?
9: Ah, well, as you know, I'm not all that religious. I guess I'm agnostic, but I did play on Evar Lundie's and Nanette Lundie's "Old World Yuletide" one and two. Those came out some years ago now, and those are the only Christmas albums I ever did. This one, when, when Anastasia contacted me and Dwayne, it was for a really good cause. You just do the right thing. You play on it. I was actually play bass on a song, actually, and I went down there, I did it, and I was listening. They were playing me some of the other tracks, and I was like, Anastasia plays Recorder, and she has quite a few recorders, really nice ones. I said, you know, I think you this one with some on good a Recorder. So I, I figured Anastasia was going to play Recorder on it, and I laid down my bass part for the rock piece on the end. You hear what I hear. And I was happy to find out that Ron Lee was going to be the guitarist because when I moved to Wisconsin in 1980, Ron was the first guitarist I played with. When I found out he was going to play the lead solo, I was like, all right. But yeah, I didn't think I was going to actually play the recorder at all. I thought Anastasia would do it.
1: So did she just hand you one?
9: The next day she called me and said, oh, this is not going to work. You know, I don't know. Because what happened was the track was out of tune with the recorder. It was in a different key. So what I did... (laughs) I pulled the head joint of the recorder out as far as it would go. I mean, it was barely hanging on. So I lowered the pitch, and I had to play cross-fingerings, you know, keeping certain holes closed and find the few notes that worked (laughs) and bend them with my breath. It was really weird, but it was fun. It was kind of like playing an antique Native American flute.
1: And for people who didn't listen to the interview that I did with you some seven to eight years ago, you've got a whole collection of flutes of all sorts, Native American and otherwise. You couldn't have brought one of those down, or she just didn't let you know?
9: No, recorder. It needed a whistle, like a tin whistle recorder. You know, you think I think of Christmas music anyway. I, I was hear like toys in the background, at least in my mind, in my imagination. It was fun. It was
1: fun. I'm glad you had fun on that, Peter. The song "God Rest You, Married Gentleman," which is the first one they'd recruited you for, are you a married gentleman? I'm just not sure.
9: Oh, <laughs> well, I try to keep positive outlook.
1: <laughs> I just have this sense of you as more of a serene person. That's as opposed to a married gentleman. Does that fit better?
9: I'm pretty chill. Yeah, I'm mellow. Uh, but you know, for the most part, yeah, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> I mean. Anybody can fall into the depths of depression at times. I don't know.
1: (laughs) You know, Peter, I do international folk dance, and so I connect with music from a lot of different corners of the world. And where you start up with the recorder in this song it reminds me of either Arabic or perhaps maybe more likely for you, it's kind of the Native American, the desert, the Navajo or Pueblo, those areas. It's got a desert feel to it some way. Do you have some sense of how that desert got embedded in God bless You Mary, Gentlemen?
9: Yeah, since I had to almost pull the recorder completely apart to get it in tune to the track, I had to play the notes I was allowed you know, by cross-fingering, and and that's that's what came out. But I was actually shooting for a more of a, a Middle Ages sound, and maybe there's a crossover there between that and what you're
1: calling a desert sound. Well, it's a good sound in any case. And, folks, we're going to go right into it. Peter, thank you so much for contributing to this effort for the community table and just being a force for good music in the Chippewa Valley. We're so lucky to have you here. And thank you again for joining me for Song of the Soul. I'm just
9: happy to have you know it's the right thing to do.
1: Well, thank you for stepping to the bat at the right time. My pleasure. Thank you, Mark. We'll finish off our visit to the Manifestive Project, the creative genius of Anastasia Vysnevsky and Dano, particularly with the song that Peter Phippen helped contribute to. God rest you, merry gentlemen. Thank you so much, Peter. Thank you.
3: You merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember, Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's bite when we were gone astray. Oh, oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, oh tidings of comfort and joy. God, our heavenly Father, a blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same, how that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. Oh, oh tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, oh tidings of comfort and joy. From Satan's power and might Oh, oh, tidings of Comfort and joy Comfort and joy Oh, oh, tidings of comfort and
1: A big thank you to Peter Phippen for his part on that song, to Dano and to Anastasia for pulling all of that together, and to all the other generous folks who chipped in. See the full list at manifestsongs.com and feed the community at thecommunitytable.org. All links on nordenspiritradio.org, and we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul.